Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. And you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Busted Knuckles Studios right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. I'll be your host, Biggin. And how about you? Got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit. That's right, I'm talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, but most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue one, 2016 honorable mention, that guy of the year, the inventor of the redneck egg roll. Give it up on old mic number one, it's Mojo! What's up again? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page at Southern Fry Philosophy. You can also go to our website at southernfryphilosophy.com. Look us up on the Twitters and Instagram at SFP Radio. You can also go to YouTube.com slash SFP Radio. All right. I'm going to ask you like I ask you every week. Mojo, how you be doing? Dude, it's been a, it's been a long week since the last podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been a shortened week. That's the problem. Uh, yeah. So, you know, last week we got... Uh, the girls, they girls had the flu, and then mm. they had the mm-hmm. we had the snow apocalypse, two thousand eighteen, yeah. yeah. and the girls were there and, and just driving us absolutely bonkers. So <laughs> they finally went back to school, nice. which is good. Well done. I'm waiting for another cancellation for like windy weather or something. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know, but uh, it's uh, we've got to go outside and fly a kite day, so we're going to cancel school. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> National Hot Dog Day, we're we're canceling. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, you know what burns my biscuits this week, buddy? What's that, man? Bring the heat. <laughs> <laughs> As he takes a sip of coffee, let me tell you what burns my biscuits. Gas station coffee. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Um, I need I need to know more. Uh, there's some there's some sta- gas stations out there that do it obviously pretty good. QT mm-hmm. sheets. Uh, yeah. Pilot sometimes mm-hmm. they they have like timed you know mm-hmm. the timers yep. and yeah. So they do a pretty good job at man. Yes. You go to the run of the mill BP mm. that's. Maybe ran by maybe a first generation. Um, Careful. Uh, first, genera- first, em- <laughs> first generation <laughs> immigrant, maybe, you know? Right, right. That just came over trying mm-hmm. to settle. Um, yeah, the coffee may not be the freshest. Oh, no. At like 9 a.m. So, at uh, 9 a.m. Yeah, um, yeah. I went to uh, the local corner BP and mm-hmm. I put a, I didn't have time to, you know, I didn't have the extra three minutes to popping a k-cup you know <laughs> so i i went up to the uh the local bp and uh mm-hmm. snagged me uh some coffee and didn't think anything about it mm-hmm. got it like you like it what do yep. you put in your coffee i like my coffee like my women mm. bitter and bold okay so uh yeah so I, I get in get my truck crank it up and you know pop the top off let it cool a little bit so sure. i get, get about eight miles down the road and take my first sip and dude it is like mm. thickened steak sauce molasses <laughs> It is good night. It had it must have been sitting on the burners for at least four or five hours. Ugh. I mean, it was. I probably mm. could. I probably could clean my battery terminals with it in my <laughs> truck. So, yeah, uh, gas station coffee. We need to step our game up, guys. Uh, Come on, BP. Yeah, BP. I know Exxon's pretty good at burning their coffee. Mm-hmm. I, I can name a whole slew, but yeah, it just seems like. Some of the guys don't care, and I'm not, I'm not pointing out the immigrants that come over and do that because mm-hmm. it also works for um, kids that probably have earplugs and like to vape. Um, those, <laughs> <laughs> they, they are about the same caliber as far as coffee details. So uh-huh. anyway, 
So how you be doing? Mm, I'm good, man. It's uh, it's it's a shortened week, like we said. We normally record the show on Wednesday, but today is Tuesday. I'm um, going to the Charlotte Hornets game and Pelicans versus the Pelicans this, uh, tomorrow, and uh, we're supposed to be possibly getting uh, autographs from nice. some of the players. So nice. go checking out the shoot around. It's UK day, so there's several UK players on the Pelicans. Um, my dad likes to refer the to unibrow. them as the Pelicats. Pelicats. So, <laughs> so, yeah, you got Anthony Davis, you've got DeMarcus Cousins, Rajon Rondo, Darius Miller, um, and another guy. Um, so, yeah, so we had to do a little bit of adjustment. But one of the questions that came up in our household this week was mm-hmm. my wife just kept saying, you need to change your towel in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so that was the podcast question of the week. How many times do you change your towel before getting a new one? I ask you, what say you? How many times do you do that? I, I either change mine after every shower or... So you're in every shower or every Or every other shower. And I have my reasons for that. It's because, uh, you know, uh, the dead skin that you're drying off, <laughs> but also the mold and mildew, you know, type... Uh, you know, sure. especially in the summertime here, it's so stinking hot and humid that right. uh, towel, towels will sour like, yep. pretty quick. So yeah. that's one thing. You take a clean shower, you got your Irish spring on, you're feeling all fresh, yep. and then you wipe it with a sour towel, and yeah, yeah you just smell like sour butt, towel. Or butt cream. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of the, it, it's funny, most of the girls that responded on the podcast question of the week was uh, two, three. Um, the guys, uh, Jeremy Cogden tweets out, I don't clean my towel. My towel cleans me. Yeah. Um, so that was good. Dewan uh, said he rotates it weekly. Um, our friend Kurt says, uh, depends on what you use it for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. Uh, my little brother said seven times, uh, seven days. Um, uh, and another guy says at least uh, around three times. So there's a distinct difference yeah. for guys versus girls. Yeah, and I, I and probably I would have fallen in that camp years ago with the you know once every seven days, maybe mm-hmm. a month. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just, it would all depend. Well, there are two that uh, bring in the the winner. Uh, one of my friends, Devin, said at least thirty times, at least thirty days. True statement. Like once a month. That wow. too much is way too much for me. And then Bill says when it stands up on its own. It's time. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would agree. Once it starts to get that little sour smell to yeah. it, that's when I got to ditch it. You got to use your judgment. So. Right. But my wife will use one towel one time, mm-hmm. and then she uses another towel for her head, mm-hmm. and then got to switch it out the next day. Yeah. Like, you're using four towels in two days. Like, come yeah, on, my, lady. My old lady, she uh, she uses a uh, – I don't know. I, I, I use one towel. I'm good. Bam. You know, but mm-hmm. I'll come back in there, and there'll be a pile of towels on the yes. floor. Like, how does that happen? Like, did you bathe the dog also? Right. Um, the, the kids? Did you run the tub the in the floor? Uh, <laughs> did the toilet <laughs> overflow? I don't quite get this, but yeah, I'm right. with you. All right, we're going to get a little personal on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, washcloth. No. Do you use one or no? No. See, I don't either. I use the manly poof. What? The little poof, the little ball. The little... Dude, my wife mm. converted me about... I couldn't do it. My wife converted me scratchy. about 10 years ago. It's and too scratchy. It... it, it you get a lot of suds. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you get suds, but it's too scratchy for me. I don't like it. Yeah, but I, I washcloth. I don't know. I guess I had mm. too many memories of my mom scrubbing yes. my elbows in the back of my ears. And, and the back of the ears, right? Like, it, you have no skin on the back of your ears because your mom keeps rubbing it. Like, what is that going to do? Like, 
if you have dirt on the back of your head, how bad is that? Well, I've never seen people with, uh, oh, of course, kids now don't play outside, so they don't have to right, worry, about, have to worry it, but, about it. But um, she always said, you're going to get crusty ears. I mean, like, <laughs> I've never seen a human being walk around with crusty ears. <laughs> Even guys, like homeless people. Homeless guys, they don't that, have crusty they ears. They have had a bath in like a like, mm-hmm. you know, year. You're right. They don't have crusty ears. No, I haven't seen, a, a, seen that before. Rough. Um, all right, so we're going to go to some wacky news, and by goodness, there is a week's full of wacky news. So, <laughs> Even the real news is wacky. <laughs> you're right about that. And we're going to go to wacky news by uh, brought to you by Webmerized. Have an online presence that you deserve now with a new website from Webmerized. All right, so here is um, a a local story. Headline is, Serious Design Flaw on the Lynx Blue Line Extension. So in Charlotte, we have got all these like little tram, train, monorail monorail things. It's not a monorail, but it's kind of like the Disney World monorail type thing. Right, yeah. yeah, That are... uh, Light rail. Light rail. There we go. uh, That are being installed. And there's the new one is called the Blue Line, and that goes from downtown pretty fairly close to our side of the town. Um, but there was a discovery that was made um, that there were warning pavers for the visually impaired were placed the wrong direction at dozens of brand new light rail crossings. The design flaw meant multiple crossing gates would have closed directly onto the blind pedestrians. Mm. So they are having to rip up 30 pedestrian railroad, uh, railroad crossings uh, to get this fixed. Can you believe that? There's no uh, amount on how much it's going to be, but you got to guarantee that's going to be a lot of money. Well, I think they were over budget to begin with, if I'm not mistaken, because there's really no government project that goes under budget right. or on time. Yep. So I think they were actually ahead of schedule, but obviously <laughs> not now. So uh, <laughs> I would have, I would have almost liked to have seen it not happen, like them to not fix it. Yeah. And then the one guy that gets bonked on the head by the thing that comes down. Oh, he would have been a bajillionaire. You, you're not kidding. <laughs> yeah, Gosh. you know, he, he, I don't. Government waste is huge, especially no doubt. especially in uh, you know cities that have constant election years like Charlotte. Mm-hmm. It's always um, they always the next pet project. The you know yeah. the, try to. Um, we're going to save the city with a new project. Exactly. You know, um, we're going to rid car pollution by having light rail pollution instead, <laughs> which, you know, electric, you know, the electric that right. feeds this light rail system comes off of a coal power plant or <laughs> nuclear. But From Duke. Yeah. So don't, you know, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so we're, I hate government waste. Mm-hmm. I think the light rail system is, I mean, it's been proven in other oh, yeah. cities left and right. I mean, Detroit, whether, you know, Detroit has like, half million people left in a city that once had three and a half million. Right. But, but so they have a monorail system. Vegas has one. Of course, Vegas can have heated side or cool air conditioned sidewalks and it wouldn't matter right. because of the money coming in. But yeah. yeah, this is number one. It's a wasted project to begin with. I mean, you Who's can actually use it. Yeah. Not, you, not, nobody I know is going to jump on that light rail. You know, no, not, not at all. I mean, mm-hmm. and before long, the taggers will have it graffitied up anyway. So, It'll I mean, cool. yeah, 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 it'll look modern. <laughs> You know, we'll be like the crap hole that Portland or Seattle, you know, <laughs> right. strives to be. But um, 
Mm. Yeah, it's a waste of money to begin with. I mean, here we have the brightest and most brilliant people who design transportation hubs and <laughs> engineering feats, and they get this wrong. <laughs> I mean, granted, it's probably better than, you know, designing something that, uh, that requires two rails and only putting one rail in. I mean, I, that's that's great. But, <laughs> right. you know, how could this not be caught ahead of time? And also, I guarantee you, Charlotte's going to pay for it. Oh, yeah. They're not going to go back to the company who installed it and said, you you made a mistake, you morons, and you're going to pay for it. They're not yeah. going to do that. No, not at all. Yeah, it's – um. <clears throat> so they have to rip it all up and start all over again. So, uh, you know – Probably, I guarantee it's probably going to cost about fifty thousand, fifty to seventy five thousand dollars per stop. Times what thirty? Yeah, because they've got to rip it all out, yep. put in the new one, re-engineer it, yeah. grade it, whatever they got to do. Good so night. they're probably about seventy five grand. Because I mean, you know, for concrete, just concrete. Oh yeah, is not that dirt is- cheap. I mean, unless you can pour like a four by four patio, but <laughs> I mean, this is stuff that's probably going to be rebarred. I mean, it's going yeah. to have some structural yeah. integrity to yeah. it. So, I mean, you got a light rail going through it. So. Yeah. So. The, of course, the taxpayers will get hit with it. Yeah, whatever. Well, there you go, Mecklenburg County. And also, it's probably not just local tax taxes. It's probably federal funding because yeah. this is part of the Obama agenda as far as light rails and trains and stuff like that. So, yeah, there we go. So, if anybody listening here in the states besides North Carolina, you get to pay for it too. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, all right, so here is another um, story. Amazon user, user <laughs> Amazon user orders Bitcoin miner and gets a Boss Baby DVD instead. Uh, a UK resident tried to purchase a Bitcoin miner off of Amazon last year, but received a DVD copy of the animated film instead. Uh, he paid about five thousand dollars for this Bitcoin miner, and uh, when he got the package, he signed for it. And then opened it up, and there was the Bad Baby DVD. Mm. Could you imagine spending five grand on something and then getting something worth $20? Well, just a little uh, context. A, a Bitcoin uh, miner yeah, just... is uh, basically a, a hard drive mm-hmm. that operates on the Bitcoin al- algorithm. And what, how it mines Bitcoins is it solves these uh, mathematical equations, and if there's constantly these Bitcoin miners around the globe now. Mm-hmm. They're mining these algorithms and trying to these mathematical equations, trying to earn a coin. So uh, that's the reason why he bought it. So it would have been a smart buy over right. time, but obviously, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> obviously uh, he may need to do a return on that if well, he can. And he tried. He he actually purchased it when the Bitcoin was valued at ten thousand dollars, wow. and then it went up the week that he was supposed to get it and get it all set up. It went up to nineteen thousand mm. dollars. And then he had a fight for a month to try to get his money back from Amazon. The guy poofed that he bought it from, ghosted on him, and then, uh, and then, but he eventually got his money back. Well, that's good. I'm glad yeah. Amazon stepped up to that. I mean, yeah. that, of course, you know, Amazon owns very few products. I mean, they they have their own lines, they have, but right. for the most part, it's independent people that mm-hmm. throw products into the uh, these uh, shipment warehouses and then they sell it. So. Uh, hopefully, they hopefully Amazon tracks down the goon who sold that yeah. and prosecutes. Cause, but he, I mean, the dude lost like ten thousand dollars. I mean, if he would have mined one yeah, coin, you yeah. know, he could have had a mil- ten thousand mm. dollars. But I wonder. The question I have is: Does he get to keep the uh, the DVD, or did he have to return that? I mean, the, the Boss Baby is <laughs> not a bad it's movie. Not a bad movie. Yeah, I'm going to say that. I've watched it at least eleven times with a five year old. <laughs> um, all right. So here's my next story: is a German nurse charged with 
97 more murders at hospitals. So what, what's this uh, nurse up to now? Um, a German nurse serving a life sentence for two murders has been charged with killing 97 additional patients, uh, prosecutor said on Monday. A new indictment against Niles Hogel was expected uh, after officials said in November that he may have killed more than 100 patients in total. He worked at a clinic uh, two clinics um, between 1999 and 2005. Um, and during the trial, he said that he intentionally brought about a cardiac crisis in about 90 patients because he enjoyed the feeling of being able to resuscitate them. Um, hey, buddy, it didn't work for 100 people. <laughs> you know, there's, actu- there's actually, uh, you, have you watched the Black Mirror episode? Yeah. There's actually a very similar episode on Black Mirror about this where the yeah. guy becomes obsessed with watching them and you know, basically that, that dopamine uh, adrenaline pump mm-hmm. dump that they get yeah. from uh, trying to rescue but also watching them pass away. So, wow. So, I mean, I wonder how many times he was successful at re- resuscitating. Well, obviously, he had a pretty high failure rate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the new case is 62 uh, involved patients who died and 35 patients uh, in the two different um, uh, hospitals that he worked at. I mean, good night. I mean, that's a lot. They had to actually exhume 134 bodies from 67 cemeteries. And he that was questioned cheap. six times. Yeah. Good night. That's that's insane, right? Like 100 people. Yeah, no, that's um, – I don't care how you classify that. That's a serial killer. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're right about that. So uh, I don't know if he'll be on the next episode of Mindhunter, but, yeah, that's uh, – that's <laughs> hearts of, heart goes out to the families sure? that had to – they're having that? to relive yeah. it now. They already had to live the, the, the fact that their loved one's no longer here. Yeah. But now they're going to have to go through this whole process of court, exhuming the, the – auto, you know, whatever they, yeah. they had just to give, I mean, this guy extra – you know, notches on his bedpost or whatever for, for the crime. But yeah. I wonder how, I wonder, you said this is in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder how German, German, uh, Germany will handle this with their laws. I know that a lot of European countries are no death penalty and they also have very lack, very lax, lackadaisical security, you know, prisons. I mean, they're, our maximum security prisons probably look like, you know, quite drastic compared to like, for example, <laughs> Sweden, you, you, right. you, you, you have your own key to your, your, your right. jail cells. So. I was really hoping you were going to say a concentration camp. No, no, <laughs> Just I can't even go there. That's like the that's that's a that's a that's a benchmark that no one ever wants to have to use or achieve. So. <laughs> right. I mean, like comparing our, yeah, uh, our yeah our prisons to that, but yeah, it's it's really a hundred people, dude. That's crazy. At at some point though, you would I think that you would have put that together. Like when you're at I don't know ten, be like, hey. You know, Steve keeps going over there and checking on that that patient. See, I don't, I don't know how he got away with it because, yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying because <clears throat> uh, Niles, like our, I was on home health care after my transplant, and before my transplant, I was on home health care, and they had such checks and balances, mm-hmm. you know, where uh, if you know had a wound infection or something like that, one week and didn't have the next. I mean, I, they, there was some coordinator from some right. office who would call and check on me. Yeah. So I don't know how. You know, they yeah. have. so I guess Germany has free health care, but there's an option that you may not live through. Right. I mean, but if, if Niles is your, your nurse and, and, and he's gone through 15 patients, you might want to look at that mm. a little bit more. Well, who was doing his reviews? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Mm. Well, I see you, you're ta- you've taken care of 15 patients this month and 15 of them died. Mm. I don't think you're getting a raise this month. Yeah. I, I, and I guarantee that's, uh, that, that 
Somebody dropped the ball into government. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, sure. it's government-run health care yeah. over there, too. So Good gravy, y'all. All right, so um, those are our wacky news stories for today. We've got some more news that we're going to talk about here in a little bit, but uh, and we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have a segment we call Dear Mojo, where I'm going to ask Mojo some Dear Abby questions and see what his answers would be. So you're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. We'll be right back. describe how awesome Robert and his team at Webmerized are. In our time of need, Robert came through for us and devoted more time than expected to help our organization develop our new website. It truly is a blessing to have an individual that can speak to the average person not in the IT world in a manner that can easily be understood. The process of working with his team was painless and I look forward to working with them for future projects. Our website is spectacular and I'm really proud of what was developed by Webmerized. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Don't take Stella H's word for it and also Southern Fried Philosophies, but go out to webmerize.com, W-E-B-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D, or check out the sponsors link on our website. And if you mention the word biggin in your order, you'll get 10% off. Check them out at webmerize.com for your web services needs. Dear Abby, dear Abby, my feet are too long. My hair is falling out and my rights are all wrong. My friends, they all tell me that I've no friends at all. Won't you write me a letter? Won't you give me a call? Sign bewildered. All right, Mojo, <clears throat> here's the question. At what point does a man finally give up hope on finding a mate and accepts that he may end up alone. I'm 29. I've never had a chance to date in high school. My family farms, and when I was 14, my grandfather could no longer help my dad. Dad couldn't take care of things alone, so I would go out and help him the minute I got home from school every day. Between the farm work and keeping up my studies, I had grown up fast. I graduated with a 3.5 GPA, but because I had no time for dating, this part of my development has always been off. I have been set up by friends and family, tired, tried meeting people in groups and online dating sites, but so far, it has come to no avail. My last actual date was two years ago. Friends tell me I'm a good guy, so I can't figure out what's gone wrong. I have never regretted helping my dad when he needed me, but, when, but I wish that I hadn't come to such a steep social price. Am I doomed to a lonely life because I did the right thing when I was in high school? Signed, a Midwest farmer. Farmersonly.com. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> uh, no, you know, uh, in this day and age, there's, like you said, there's websites, there's apps. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, no, there, you can, I mean, 29 years old, it's not like he's 79. Yeah. Yeah. Even people find love in nursing homes. Yep. I mean, so I, I, maybe the problem is you. <laughs> okay, so here's what you, here's what you do, Buttercup. You you stop writing these letters and you go find yourself a life coach because mm-hmm. there are social coaches out there that can help you break through. Yeah, you know any type of uh, hysteria or fright, frightness or uh, meekness, whatever you may mm-hmm. have. They, yeah. they're, they're actually coaches out there that get paid to do this. So yeah. there's options out, out there for you. You know, maybe you just need to 
buckle down. Maybe it's not everyone else and it's just you. <laughs> uh, you could. Uh, my advice would be if you might try to buy a Bitcoin miner mm. uh, and then hope to get the DVD Hitch. That, that could also help. I think Hitch had some good guidance, you know, some good guidance yeah. for this young man. Yeah. So <laughs> 29 and giving up. Come on. Oh, by the way, I also did not have a date in high school. So it can be done, my friend. I, it I, can be done. Actually, I can concur. I, the dates I had were not really dates, but, you know, they were just, boy. It, <laughs> it was like one of those, like, we feel sorry for you type yes, dates. Yes, the sympathy so dates. I had those and then, you know. Yeah, friends on uh, it pretty early. Yes, I don't know if it was at the line of the CC's buffet or, but I got I got friends I got <laughs> friends on pretty quick. I had the uh, sympathy prom date that, mm. oh, and and the thing, the tricky thing on that was I didn't realize it was a sympathy mm. prom date. I'm until, there with you. I'm there with you until it was way too late. Yep, I I didn't come out of my my uh, you know, I didn't blossom or come out of my <laughs> nutshell until um, I was like nine, 18, 19. Wow. So. It was it was a while, and I was I was socially awkward too. But mm-hmm. you, you know, you get to find you have to find you, and I guarantee you this you know this kid, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what will help him develop some social skills is go get him a job waiting tables. Mm. You you're there forced you to interact with people. Yeah. You're forced to uh, have a engaged conversation because obviously your money, uh, the tips that you make, right. will happen with the people that want that, and you'll you'll pick up social cues. You know these people want me to talk. These people don't want me to talk. You can see couples interact. Mm-hmm. You can also see girls that are, want you, want to give you a number. I mean, there's there's all kinds of cues there. So that'd be the best advice. Instead of paying a social coach, social coaches, but just go get a job at Applebee's. There you go. Or Crapplebee's. I might actually go try that. Yeah. I would be me less too. socially. Maybe awkward. we should maybe we should go get a job at Applebee's. Could for you a week. imagine us at Applebee's <laughs> for a week? <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't last a day. <laughs> all right, so... Um, all, you, all you can eat riblets right now, I'll be like, <laughs> nah, you've already had enough. Screw you, Cloud. Uh, I, I'll, what I would do on that case is I would keep ordering it for the guy, but I would be eating the riblets. Just have you a to-go box back there just yeah, keep shoving them in. Keep, yeah, there you that's go. genius, actually. <laughs> I'll never have to pay for food again. Uh, what Abby says was a uh, quick online search would show you that there are women who would be very interested in meeting someone like you. Well, that's a lie. Farmers only. Go back online and start researching, researching dating sites for farmers and ranchers. Well, I can't guarantee you'll meet a match. It'll be a good place to start. So just just uh, just stay away from the leathercladfarmersonly.com dot com because that mm, may be a men only. That might just be. Just saying. Yep. Okay. Not here's, from experience. <laughs> have, have you ever have you ever thought about? Well, I was going to say you've been married for forever, so yeah. I, I don't know. If, you if know, I were it, single it, again, would you go dating? If you were single, I, again? I, number one, I wouldn't want to date again. I mean, and online. The, <clears> okay, All right, um, you're done. Well, I mean, no, I wouldn't say I wouldn't date again, but okay. I'm saying that I couldn't imagine dating now. Oh yeah, because I think the climate has changed so much. Mm-hmm. With, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you could get to a first date back right. in, in 1996. You could sure. get to a first date without them checking out your social media <laughs> history and finding right. out that you're a creeper beforehand. <laughs> you know, now they can check that out. Back then, you at least had a few days till they met some of your friends before right. they found out that you're a creeper. I just had the mental image of me trying to make a tender picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you, but you know, even with tender, from what I've read on several things, you got to be, you got to word your profile pretty, pretty oh, yeah. uh, inept or pretty ad- adapted to what you want. Because yeah. if you put on their vegan social justice word, then you're gonna have every short-haired, pink-haired, hey, no. ear-gaged, unshaven. <laughs> 
you know, nope. person who identifies as a female, yeah. sure, attracted to cis white males out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much. That's way too yeah. much. I'm just gonna say I like biscuits. That would be the only thing I would say yeah, on my Tinder yeah. profile. I still think we need to make a Tinder profile of a biscuit. Okay, I think let's do it. Yep, let's light it up. All right, here's the next one. Uh, dear Abby. My husband, this could have been Kimberly. My husband has a long, bushy, ugly beard, and although I don't like it, I realize he's entitled to wear his facial hair any way he likes it. The problem is, when he eats, his beard gets into his plate and the food, which I find nauseating. Signed, Too Much Hair in Texas. What you you got for me there, champ? Uh, um,. Well, you could either do it the dirty way, mm-hmm. wait till he's asleep. <laughs> oh, snap. If you, if you want to make sure he's extra asleep, just slap a few, you know, uh, NyQuil's in his uh-huh. dinner plate. And as he's, you know, troughing it like a pig, <laughs> you know, he's eating the, ni- the NyQuil or whatever. And then, uh-huh. you know, he's asleep, just shave it off. Ooh. So, um, no, nah, I wouldn't do it that way because obviously you'd have a mad husband. But, um, obviously, you got to confront the guy, take a picture of him, embarrass him. You know, I mean, mm. that's what my wife would do. My, my 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 wife would embarrass me and then be like, you know, you look ridiculous. Uh-huh. Then I would think about it. Mm. So maybe, yeah. Her her advice is: if your husband's beard's too long, to, that it drags his food off his plate, then the first thing you should suggest is that he sits up straighter when he's eating. Mm-hmm. Mm. However, if he's unwilling or unable to do that, perhaps he would consider using one hand to hold his beard aside while he's taking a fork fill. Or using hair clips to keep it away from his food. I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Um, it's probably big and bushy and nasty looking. Then it probably needs to go. It's uncapped. You know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's a way to 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 to, to uh, groom the mane. Mm-hmm. So understand. All right. Here's our our final one. I co-signed a college loan for my grandson. Unfortunately, he didn't earn passing grades and was kicked out. He frequently missed loan payments, and I end up getting a late payment letter. I'm afraid his inattention to his debt will inadvertently affect my credit. I can make the late payment or pull the money out of my savings and pay off the loan. If I pay off the loan, I plan to deduct that amount of money from his inheritance. He's very apologetic about it when I talk to him, but I'm tired of hanging it over my head. How should I handle this? Signed, Tired of Pain. All kids aren't meant to go to college. I, I would agree with that. Some kids are meant to be, be ditch diggers. And yep. that's no shadow on the ditch digging community we out need there. Ditches. But it, it, it just happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, but all kids aren't meant to go to college. I don't feel I don't know why grandparents' parents feel the need to uh feel like they have to send their kids to like a four year institute or two year school mm-hmm. because they may not be meant to do that. Yeah. So um number one, just pay it off. You know, if you have a problem, if there's a solution, you have that solution is to pay it off. Yeah. Then do it. That way, the worry's out of there, deducted from his inheritance, and move on. I yep. mean, no point in sweating. Obviously, your obviously your grandkid is uh, is probably uh, not qualified to even have an inheritance <laughs> because he's probably gonna piss it all away. So, yeah, that was gonna be my question: Is yeah. do you even give him an inheritance I, at this I, point? If you give him an inheritance, you put it in like government CDs or bonds because you know the, if you buy a twenty five dollar mm-hmm. bond, it's gonna be twenty five dollars in fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> This is but gonna pay off he's not. Business. He's not going to be responsible. Obviously, if he's not responsible. He probably didn't go to class. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. I, that's how I made bad grades in college. I didn't go to class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he probably didn't go to class. He probably didn't pay attention. So I wouldn't trust him with inheritance. So, no. you know, let her go. You can, you know, if you're listening, um, grandparent, you can send a, a check PayPal to SFP Radio. Oh, that'd be so great. 
we'll take the inheritance. Yeah, money. we'll 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 do great things with it. <laughs> I don't know about great, but we'll do fairly decent things. We'll do better than your in-app <laughs> grandkid. <laughs> You're right about that. Uh, Abby said your grandson's irresponsibility will reflect on your credit if it hasn't already. Pay off the loan and do not co-sign for him again. He should repay the money he borrowed from you as well as any penalties. Uh, when he begins earning his own money. However, if he doesn't, you are within your rights to deduct that amount from his inheritance. And so I guarantee this right. is probably the same grandparent who probably bought them a, an apartment mm-hmm. after college and also a vehicle yep. to get to and from their McDonald's job. Yeah. Bet you money. I remember the day that I got dropped off for college and my dad looked at me after we went through signing up all the classes and he looked at me and said, so <clears throat> how do you think you're going to pay for this? And I said, well, you're not doing that? And he said, oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Smart dad. You know, when you when you have the when you have the ownership of that responsibility of that oh, yeah. debt, you take it a lot more serious. Yeah. And um I I I, ha- I understood my parents made me a deal, they'll pay half the school if I pay the other half. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't take that very serious because I didn't own the debt. Yeah. If I would have owned the whole debt, then I would probably I probably still wouldn't have attended, but you know, I I would have known that college was not for me quicker <laughs> instead of one year. It'd been like a semester. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a crazy world. I mean, and honestly, you, people are coming out of college. Uh, great, fine if that's your thing, do your thing. But trade schools, hey buddy, you're going to make some serious jack. Man, we have such, and I've, I know we've talked about this yeah, on um, other shows, it. is that we're lacking such tradesmen. You look at Charlotte right now. We'll just take Charlotte as a microcosm of this country. We have such a shortage for masons, for mm-hmm. electricians, for plumbers, for. <laughs> I mean, it's it's everything. You name a thing, any any person, whatever trade it takes to build a house or mm-hmm. a commercial build, we're lacking right now. I mean, um, our pastor who's building a house. I mean, he they're having to make appointments three weeks out. You know, for yeah. example, uh, a concrete person mm-hmm. three weeks out. If that concrete person doesn't show up, then he has to postpone the the next person. You know, the next person. Yeah. So it, it's it's just nuts out here. So, In fact, he was trying to get a concrete person out, but they had to go pour the new concrete for the links <laughs> links line again. I would love to get that contract if I was a concrete company. But you know, those the yeah. tradesmen are going to be probably some of the highest paid people mm-hmm. pretty soon because you're going to have you're going to have a bajillion idiots out there with you know a poli sci degree or mm-hmm. a business management degree or underwater parks, basket yeah, weaving, parks and recreation management degree, mm-hmm. that, which is like the easiest degree to get from like Clemson, Clemson University. Justice, yeah. yeah, you'll have all these degrees out there, and they're all going to be working mid level jobs. You know. Somewhere, I mean, they'll probably actually they'll be packing boxes at Amazon or something like that. Probably, I mean, legitimately, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Because no. I know people work at Amazon. I'm just saying that that degree is probably not going to be worth the paper on paper it's on because everyone's going to have degrees, yeah, or a large portion. Yeah, so I don't use my degree. I had, I mean, I was a business owner. I had five restaurants, and I had people. I had people that worked my cashier, which I, I mean, I paid pretty good, mm-hmm. but people who worked my cashier that had a four-year degree mm-hmm. in poli-sci or history. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I... I wasn't the only uh, delivery guy in Pizza Hut that had a master's degree, but hey, you know, I was there, I had to pay the bills. <laughs> you weren't the only one, that's right. Yeah, I wasn't the only one. I won't be the first, I won't be the last, uh, but but I mean, it was... Well, I was delivering pizzas with... Drug heads. Yeah, and you look at, but you look at, you know, you look at Uber and Lyft and all the mm-hmm. other rideshare. You have yeah. the same, the same thing. Is a lot of these people have degrees or yeah. have degrees that or partial degrees that are still trying to pay off. So I mean, and they pick up these extra jobs with, like being an independent contractor. So yeah, yeah degrees don't. A degree does not mean, mean you're going to be successful. Yeah. So 
and you're probably not even going to use it. That's right. So, especially in the field. I mean, what's your yeah. degree, what's your degree in? Christian education, <laughs> and, and you, I'm in IT. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> so there you it. go. There you go. Oh, I should have done communications. That would have been more helpful. I know. I know how to do. I was in school for theology, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. So, but I know how to do a pretty mean keg stand. So I, I did learn that. <laughs> that was that was worth the fifteen thousand dollars. There you go. And you became less socially awkward. So working <laughs> on your dad's farm. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, that was some uh, dear Abby. So listen up, Buster, and listen up, good. Stop wishing for bad luck and knocking on wood. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some uh, just news around the world. We'll be back. You're listening to Southern Fried Philosophy. guys, it's me, Big Ain. Summer is made for grilling and chilling, and you too can be the baddest mother smoker on the block using our favorite award-winning smoking sauce. Bad Mother Smokers is perfect match for that favorite meat, veggies, or even that secret ingredient in a pot of chili. Check out badmothersmokers.com to place your order, and if you want to be a barbecue pit master like Mojo, enter the promo code MOJO for 10% off your order. Visit BadMotherSmokers.com or the sponsor section of our website at SouthernFriedPhilosophy.com. The views and opinions of Southern Fried Philosophy are not necessarily those of our sponsors, friends of the show, or guests, but they should be. All right, we are back, and so we are going to talk about some news. There's nothing like a good review to make us want to blow. So affirmation, neveration, change the contra For every time they praise us, our ego quickly raises with the views in the news. All right, so a Russian spy ship was spotted 100 miles off the North Carolina coast. This one's... Uh... Close to home. A, <laughs> ru- <laughs> a Russian spy ship, the Viktor Lenov, Leonov, I don't know how the Russians say it, was spotted 100 miles off the southeast coast of Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, the in international waters, according to the U.S. military officials, just days after the vessel was seen leaving the capital of Trinidad from, um, and Tobango, a port of Spain. Two U.S. military officials said the Russian ship has been tracked by the destroyer USS Cole and other naval assets. The, it's outfitted with a variety of high-tech spy equipment and designed to intercept communication signals. Wow. Last week it was in the Caribbean, by the way. Now, I, I'm not sponsored by any uh, Russian uh, agency. You think? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just in case before people get mad. I I will bet dollars to donuts mm-hmm. that we have the same type of vessels and aircraft and spying in Russia. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm sure the hysteria is probably up there. But I'll say there's a good possibility this could be a gambling casino. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying they could be taking rich tours from Cuba. You know, hey, hey we'll take you on a seven day submarine cruise, and you know we'll play some baccarat and roulette and. <laughs> 21 and how many hand, how many do I have behind my back? I mean, so uh, pick a number, any number. That's right. That one. That's right. Oh my gosh. Oh, um, I mean, that wouldn't be a bad trip. No, on the Caribbean, unlimited the vodka. Oh, yeah. caviar. Yeah. 
I don't know. Are you a caviar guy? I like caviar. Mm, it, no. It's got to be good caviar. But yeah. I'm not a big fan of that. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw this. This one actually probably should have belonged in Wacky News. A teacher strips naked on the elementary school playground and chases nearby students. So there is a PE teacher in L.A., and he couldn't get his kids to run around. So um, his job was supposed to be helping them learn PE, run around and have fun, one parent said. But he undressed and started chasing the kids while he was naked. The kids ducked and dodged and ran into the classrooms and got to a safe way. Well, mission accomplished, sir. Well, you... turned out to be a what, what you were expecting to be an average <laughs> Tuesday. Turned out to be a... Uh... You're now now going to be listed as a, a child sexual predator for the rest of your life. <laughs> Golly, all the kids saw his private parts. Mm. I don't Very think P stands for private. <laughs> 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 Just saying, I, you know what was going through his head is like now. Now's the time part of the sex ed class. Let's go, let's go over that. Well, hopefully, number one, hopefully, this is sick and poor joke, but look, hopefully, he wasn't didn't look like my coach, <laughs> my PE coach. But uh, no, if it was my PE coach, he'd be butt naked and you couldn't see nothing anyway. <laughs> as as a father, and because I have a five year old in elementary yeah. school, as a father, I found this out. You think you'd be dead? I'd, I would beat the brakes off of the guy. Mm. So what what possessed him to do this? It, I, the police caught him and then uh, hauled him into the uh, uh, mental health facility. Obviously. And uh, they're still trying to figure out what's going on. Still got a wow. case against so him. we don't know what's up, but, oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Mental health counselors was also made available to the children. Well, g- good job. Good for them. Good job, human resources, for uh, weeding this guy out. <laughs> jeez. Golly. Mm. Yeah, obviously, I, there's no defense out there for this cat. You know, no, to be like, not you know, I, I was... You know, whatever. I'm sure they'll probably come up with... I mean, all he has to do is hire the ACLU to come up with some plausible defense of, yeah, he identifies naked, free time, free bird, or whatever. That's probably you it. Know, so. I mean, dude looked actually kind of jacked. Like, he was a big, like, you know, health guy. But, man, Still, it don't matter. It That's don't matter. sick. I mean, I... Well... I mean, all right, kids. I, I'm going to need you all to, to do a lap. No, coach, I think I'm just going to sit here and watch my phone. Yeah, even if the guy was bigger than me and could beat me up, I'd hire I'd hire an MMA guy or something like that to, to beat the brakes <laughs> off of him. It's just, oh, poor, poor uh, kids. Hopefully, 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 hopefully kids there's no okay. permanent, you know, kids resilient. Hopefully there's no permanent, you know, scarring or whatever mentally. But, wow, what possessed this guy? I'd like to find out. But. Yeah. Um, so we are successfully out of a government shutdown. What well, it, it started and then it ended. So I think three days, three full days, less than seventy-two hours, I think. So, yep. by the way, uh, they were predicting the end of the world, and some of the funnier clips out of it was um, uh, our, our, I can't remember the orbital, the orbital uh, astronomical association that tracks uh, meteors. Uh, <laughs> they all had to sign out so that we had the potential of getting sidetracked by a meteor for three days. That, that, okay. that was one of CNN's stories that was supposed to cause panic. Mm. <laughs> so that was it. Yeah, something like that. I mean, mm. um, of course, the social medias. You know, everyone. Of course, everyone on Facebook and Twitter have to have their opinion on of this course. because you know um, that's it, where we get our news. Everyone's right. No one. Yep. Everyone's right. No one's wrong. Yep. Um, you know, ninety percent, eighty-eight to ninety percent of the government still functions on functions on what they call essential services. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I mean, I think the the two biggest outcries. 
that the Democrats tried and the liberals tried to uh, sucker up to this was um, two of the recent uh, Air Force pilots who deceased, uh, their death benefits were being withheld from mm-hmm. from uh, their families. Now, not to be not to be mean and cruel, but when I mean, how many Democrats in Congress? Just say I shouldn't say people that vote Democrat, but honestly, how many Democrats in Congress and the Senate actually give a crap about cops and military? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, yeah. the, they're the ones that would hold with the whole funding for actual military, you know, hardware. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, when did they? When they get two craps? Yeah, you can't tell me we really care about you, and then we're gonna. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, the, look at the, the VA system. VA yeah. system, Nailing perfect. It. Perfect. I mean, they, they had it for eight years, and it's worse than it ever has been. So, yeah. Don't give. Don't tell me. Don't cry that. That's a that's a political move, and yeah. you know whatever. But yeah, the 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 mass hysteria. I mean, you wake up every day as another mass hysteria. Yeah. So I mean, it depends what the vote is or what the the docket of the day. But yeah, crap. Uh, you said a key word there, essential services. Right. Can we look at the things that are non-essential and just kind of get rid of those? I think it's, I think it's a great, <laughs> honestly, the best thing about a government shutdown is we actually get to see what we're not paying for. Right. For example, the congr- congressional gym, we, we yeah. pay a staff and also a gym facility for these clowns that sit in office. I, I'm talking about Democrat, Republican. Well, we should. That's something that they they can get a ten dollar anytime fitness <laughs> membership. Say, can we not just yeah outsource that to Planet Fitness? I mean, come on, and they get free pizza on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. I can't remember which day it is, but how I mean, I'm, I'm just saying that I, how much I wonder how much money we waste taxpayer dollars. I'm mm-hmm. sure the ketchup. Oh, sure. I'm sure the ketchup institute had to shut down for three days, so we mm-hmm. save money on that. Yeah, I mean, so we should look honestly. I think yeah. it's a great point that we. During this time, we had a prime opportunity to see what we're actually uh, throwing down the drain. Or maybe this is a time where we step back and say, what should the government like really be doing exactly. uh, based on our Constitution? They exactly. shouldn't be having to do all of the stuff that we're, we're doing now. We, <laughs> exactly. can, we can scale back a ton right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A but, ton. Yep. Oh, and, not even, and not even touch the surface. Mm-mm. So, yeah, I yeah. agree. Yep. So, well, way to go! It it got kicked down the road. I think it will February eighth. February 8th. They'll have another uh, continue, we'll freak out again. Continuing resolution, and um, <laughs> they're supposed to vote on uh, the DACA resolution or whatever before then. I got you. I got you. Hold on. <laughs> but they're supposed to vote on that uh, before February eighth. Uh, uh-huh. But we'll we'll most likely see it uh, shut down two I betcha. Unless uh, the Republicans cave and give everything the Democrats are requesting, basically the Democrats right now currently are, are saying that they will give, you know, two billion dollars in funding for a wall mm-hmm. if they're able to keep uh, any person they consider this DACA protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, some uh, I think the Republicans are split right now. Some Republicans want it, like Lindsey Graham from South, <laughs> South Carolina. Um, and, you know, uh, Senator McCain and a few mm-hmm. others, uh, Jeff Flake, I think, uh, is one of them. But, uh, yeah, so basically if, if if Trump caves on this, he probably loses quite a bit of his base. Mm-hmm. Um, if, he, if he plays the part that he has signaled to voters before his campaign, he'll probably come out a winner. I mean, of course, he's not going to make friends on the left, but yeah, that's the game of politics. But what what is funny is now the Republicans, uh, Republican president, has – Blame the Democrats for if you, if the Democrats will just get their crap together, then we won't have to do this. But do you remember when Obama was in president? He said the other way around: if just the Republicans would get their crap together, right, we'd be okay. 
Yeah, it's just over and over. It's again. it's a it's a merry-go-round. You know yeah. what what was in then is out now. What was out now was back in then. So yeah, in in here in both parties are well, except for a few senators, the both parties are are culpable in this multitude. And the hypocrisy knows no bounds. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at um, uh, Schumer from New York. Yeah. What he the the vile comments or not vile the the, the comments that he made. As far as uh, this being racist and this and that, yeah. Um, on, he man. also made similar comments back when uh, the Republicans, you know, kind of uh, stood down on some issues that they didn't want to vote for, and the spending bill came up. Remember the shutdown of two thousand, yeah. I think thirteen. Yeah. Um, so he he he's one of the biggest hypocrites out there, and of course, um, you know, luckily with the with the invention of a recording, we we now have these clips and audio uh, <laughs> that have been saved for all posterity. So it's not it's not easy to escape these comments, but um, yeah, it it's all political play. It is a and, I, and people that are manipulated and get so fired up of it mm-hmm. on it on this, and then they have to they feel the, compelled the need to go to social media and give everyone their two cents. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it's in three years, this will be past us, and you you won't even remember it. You won't even remember why you're fired up. So it's it's nonsense. And this DACA thing, like I said last year, I don't think anything's going to change with it, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you. I think, you know, they'll probably find a loophole. And uh, I have mixed emotions, to be honest with you. I have mixed emotions about it. You know, people that have been part of a a community for 30 or 40 years, and then, you know, I'm sure there's some um, some levels of MS-13 that have escaped the border, or Russian mobsters in New Jersey, yeah, um, that are just come off of a, a whatever a private plane or a boat or whatever. Right. Those are the guys that they need to be targeting or, first, not a Russian you know, submarine just off exactly. the coast of Wilmington. Yeah, exactly. So um, there's there's people out there that are easily reachable that sure. have less of a community impact. Yeah. So, granted, you know. <laughs> Uh, I love one tweet um, today. I forgot who it was. I think it was CNN. Um, it says uh, deporting these deporting these illegal aliens that have committed no crimes. Well, number one, they actually have committed a crime. <laughs> They're called illegal aliens for a reason. So um, I don't know why we can't get past that. Yeah. Like, at what point have we just forgot what illegal is? Yeah. I don't. I don't well, just like that. Tori said, our, our last last episode guest, um, episode fifty three. Tori Almond's a missionary in um, the Netherlands, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, well, they are pretty tight on immigration too. But no yeah. one's calling the Dutch racist. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of admirable what they're doing because they want to be selective. Yeah, you know, they want people that come in and uh, assimilate into a society and culture. They don't want to change their society and culture. So, right. anyway, but we all got to change. We all got to yeah. bow down to the other. Yeah. One. Um. Hmm. Speaking of bowing down, I don't even know if we want to touch this. No pun intended. What's um, up? <laughs> Aziz, I'm sorry. Do we want to go there? Yeah, we might as well. I mean, this is kind of a, this story is about two weeks old now, mm-hmm. but um, uh, I guess babe.com, which was a site that I never knew, even knew existed. Didn't know existed. Yeah, I mean, babe.com, you would probably think it's, you know. Has don't a, go there, by the has way. Has a not suitable uh for work, we? I haven't even gone there. I, I've gone to look at the original article. Okay, but um, you think you should have an NSFW it rating for should, work? Should we tell well, people? You think, not to, I'm okay. saying at babe.com, you you, you would okay. think it's probably like a Hugh Hefner website. Mm-hmm. That, that was my first first thing. But um, yeah, uh, babe.com posted uh, somebody posted an article uh, called um, "I went on a date with Aziz and Ansari." 
And I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. yeah. It turned into the worst night of my life. And it was by a, a blogger named Katie Way. Now, I've, re- I've reached out to Katie Way just like everybody in America has, <laughs> sure. but she did not respond you by the timing of this broadcast. They would have reached out to Southern Fried Philosophy. I, I, I mean, Fox be, News, I, CNN, we're, yeah. we're heavy hitters. Well, yeah, the con- the gist of the story, and you can get, like I said, you can go to Babe, uh, it's called Babe.net. And just look up a Z zone. Sorry. So do not go to babe.com. <laughs> go to that, could, yeah, that probably could be probably could be a problem. <laughs> but um, basically, uh, it's after the 2017 um, Emmy Awards. Uh, uh, this this uh, lady by the name of Grace, last name withheld. She's a 23 year old uh, Brooklyn based photographer. She's 22, and. Um, <laughs> I'm oh, so sorry. sorry. I actually went to babe.com and please do not go there. <laughs> <laughs> so babe, it's to go to babe.net. Anyway, um, this, this 23 year old uh, photographer named grace, uh, she attends uh, the Emmys and then I guess strikes up a conversation. Had they probably had, had probably had a pretty mutual conversation in her and Aziz. And I think it, it was based on a camera. Yeah. And Aziz had a uh, old school camera. Right. And I think and, she did too. Yeah. And then, um, so he basically slid her his number and then, um, she called him. Yeah. And then basically you can go, I, we won't get too graphic on this, but basically um, she felt violated after committing consent or uh, consensual sexual acts mm-hmm. with him. So, and, and it basically lays out how she basically had buyer's remorse. Was, I mean, it, it depends on how you read this article. Yeah. I, it looks like she had opportunities. She could have said no, but she didn't. She complied, she complied. She allowed, herself to to have acts performed on her and she performed acts on him and then uh, she decided to call foul the day after mm. so that's my intake from yeah. the article i mean what's yours uh reading the same article i i got the impression that she was she said that she was giving out multiple nonverbal cues which as a guy can i just tell you that ain't gonna work <clears throat> nonverbal cues to a guy when when He's ready to, you know, do the deed. That's not happening. What is a nonverbal cue, though? Right. I mean, a nonverbal cue from a woman is usually a smack in the face or a finger in the eye. Or back. And, yeah. And I think uh, another article that I read that basically said the same thing. Like a, a nonverbal cue back in the day was a smack in the face or a knee in the crotch would be a perfect nonverbal cue. Right. And and from what it sounded like from the article, it was just a hey, you know, just kind of like trying to scoot over a little bit further away and. Yeah, but, but here's the thing: multiple times yeah. they engaged in, you know, sexual acts. Mm-hmm. I mean, people can rip, people can rip Aziz. All, all. I, I'm not a big fan of Aziz. I, I think mm-hmm. some of his stuff is funny, but the majority of it is just cringeworthy. Right. Personally, it's just not yeah. my style of humor. Yeah. But stories like this, I honestly sh- overshadow and belittle the actual real allegations out there. You mm-hmm. know that. Have appropriate means, you know, women that are being forced, mm. or women who are silenced, you know, threatened, you know, yeah. physically threatened. Yeah. I mean, this is something. And then, of course, you know, and plus, I don't see Aziz as that that tough male figure who's going to force him male. away. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say. I guess, I guess, alpha male is even a bad name, well, but you know, you know, what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. he's he's more of a beta, and I, I just don't see him being so aggressive. I mean. I don't even think he can open a pickle jar by himself. <laughs> you know, I mean, so yeah. I, I just don't see see this. I, yeah. I think it's articles like this that have a person that she knows of, mm-hmm. you know, that 
uh, has relayed this this conversation without getting both sides. I stuff like this just infuriates me because, and I'm like I said, I'm not taking it for disease. I think you got to take it for what it's what it is face value for what we yeah. read. And the woman admits she committed consensual sexual acts on mm-hmm. this on this guy. So yeah. I don't know. It's 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 frustrating for me. At the end of the article, she said that she texted him and said, "Hey, I I just want you to know that I felt horrible. I think it was the next day. Is like you made me feel awful. I got in the cab, crying her eyes out, and and I want to defend just women in this case. Like if you say no, the guy should say no, mm-hmm. and it should stop. And and from what I read in the article, it sounded like she said said no a few times, but then kind of he kept pushing her, and she then consented. So." Guys, just if they say no the first time, just stop. Like, go get out. You know, whatever the situation be. Uh, first and foremost, I'll say this: don't, don't even put yourself in that situation on a on a date to to have relations with with uh, with anyone. I'll probably get slammed for that. But um, but but I'm pick. You know, standing up for for at least this woman to say she tried to say no. He kept pushing himself on her. Um, multiple times there were verbal nonverbal cues uh in that but i think for me one of the things that i want to bring out on this is one it's clickbait and, and i'm not trying to min- minimize minimize the allegations on this at all um but but all you have to do is have a headliner and just the word you know sexual harassment and you'll get Tons and tons of money for that. So, what's the motivation behind bringing this article uh, up? But um, I, I'm kind of with you. I don't see him doing that type of thing. I'm not trying to justify him by any means, but I, I, I struggle with this could ruin his entire career for the rest of his life based on one allegation, mm. um, and it may or may not even be justified. I think what where I'm frustrated is just one allegation could kill a person yeah their career whatnot. but here's the double standard is that um my my uh last week or i think it's last week uh stormy daniels a porn star the uh porn star mm-hmm. slash stripper uh there was an article came out saying that she admitted to having a tryst and was paid one hundred thirty thousand dollars from uh president trump's campaign prior mm-hmm. to the two, 2016 uh, campaign launch now she has since denied this but there was you know the excerpt of her quote unquote telling her side of the story but she's mm-hmm. denied it multiple times um now the 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 cry from the left on this on, on the story with stormy daniels by the way who by the way um went to my home near my hometown actually to the hometown strip club and danced there this past weekend oh. it's the biggest weekend this uh, this club has ever had in its history of 20 I'm years sure. um but she capitalized on it mm-hmm. she wouldn't you know that's what she does for a living and uh, but Aziz has been—he's not been vilified quite the same. I You're mean, right. You know, you're right. Uh, there's a double standard, and it just—it drives me nuts. It, if we're going to draw a line in the sand, let's draw a line in the sand for everyone, not mm-hmm. just whoever we happen to think will vote with us. Yeah. Or, or yeah. You know, it, it's becoming—it's almost becoming hilarity. And uh, once again, like I said, I'm reading this woman's occasion. Uh, you know, her. her uh, her recollection of the story through her friend. I don't, I don't, there's no cues here of the word. No. I mean, hmm. I, 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 maybe uh, I just misread it. Maybe, maybe, or maybe, I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying that uh, if, when he asked her to reciprocate certain actions, she did. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, to me, it reads of uh, uh, just buyer's remorse. Hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the only people that know the, the true story is Aziz and this chick. Yeah, so, that's true. Or Grace, I shouldn't call her chick. But yeah. So I, the, the, these are the two people that know the story. Uh, I have no love lost for Aziz. I mean, I, exactly. I, but no, I in the same token, I'll, I'll I'll stand up for him. You know, if this story is actually true, it, it sounds like it's just you know buyer's remorse. I mean, you yeah. can, you can't go through the whole act. And I don't. I mean, this woman has had multiple times. Obviously, you can read through it and you can you can say, okay, here she could have said no. Here right. she could have said yes. Yeah. And I'm sure as a I'm sure as a New York photographer, and she's in. You know, situations where photograph, she's probably had to turn down more than one guy right. for a date, and especially yeah. if she was if, obviously she probably was uh, a fairly good-looking, attractive woman. If she got mm-hmm. a, a date from Aziz at an Emmy party, right. I, I'm sure she's probably hit, been hit on more than once, and she probably has a you know a safe word and a, you know how to say no. I don't. I just the validity of the story just it's, it's questionable at best. So, and like I said, I don't want this story to belittle the other stories that right are, you know that yeah. we actually know that have legs to them yeah. so anyway two cents yeah no and <clears throat> i just i just want us to make sure that we do all of our due diligence to make sure that the, the story is true without before we trash somebody's career Absolutely. if it's a harvey weinstein sure let's trash the career all we want yeah. kevin spacey gotcha yeah but um you know if it if it's just a eh, i don't know or there's no research let's not jump on the bandwagon to yeah. club them to death. Right. You know, let's, let's give everybody, I mean, we're a society that's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Right. So let's at least go through the due process and then figure out. And then if that's the case, then we'll deal with it. But and the, here, here's part of the problem too, is that we're automatically jumping online and put, posting stories. Okay. Yeah. Now that can thrash his career, like you said, or anyone's career. Rightfully so. If he's guilty, rightfully right. so. He, 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 he rolled the dice. He lost, but, a kid makes an allegation against, a, say, a coach yeah. or a doctor yeah. or a family member. The cops have to come and do investigating. Mm-hmm. You know, investigate. They have to investigate source. They have to do this before they actually file charges. You never hear yeah. about that. Yeah. But you will hear about someone's allegations online yeah. like that yeah. versus you know going to proper channels. And that's exactly. the part of the problem is that with the internet now, you can put up a website, put a blog up, make allegations, and. They don't. They don't have to be proven true or not. Yeah. So that goes to the whole character assassination. Yeah. I mean, people will go down in flames of glory than when they completely didn't do anything. Exactly. Um, but you know, just let's let's all kind of, as we've said before, let's get all the facts and then make an informed decision, and and you know, throw our judgment then at that point. But until then, let's let's hold back and then not have knee jerk reactions. So there's that. All right. Um, all right, so we're going to do a new segment called What I've Learned. And so we are going to... What I've Learned. What, what I Learned. And uh, so it's going to be what we learned from the show. So, Mojo, do you have anything that you learned from the show? Uh, yeah. Um, never a character assassinating someone. <laughs> but, you know, I, don't jump on the bandwagon of the story until you actually know the facts. No knee-jerk reaction, no false virtue singling. Hmm. That was a mouthful. That was amazing. I was gonna say, I was gonna say not to buy Bitcoin machines on the Amazon <laughs> <laughs> unless I wanted uh, the the Bad Baby DVD. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I did learn don't go to babe dot com. Yeah, that's, go that's, to babe dot net. Go to babe if you're gonna net. look yeah. up the Aziz that, article. That yeah. was awful. Yep, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you 
about um, to scrub your website history. I think now. I'm going to have to. So I'm glad this is documented on the on the on the show, so my wife can go back and see why I went to uh, Bay.com. Yeah, um, I, I learned that obviously we have uh, spy submarines, casino submarines, or no? I've learned that uh, Charlotte cannot put <laughs> put a. Uh, you know, construction uh, Charlotte uh, Charlotte construction pro- projects are probably not <laughs> one and done. They're probably hey, let's redo it again. Oh my gosh! Um, and I learned also I should not try to kill a hundred people um, as a nurse. You will probably get caught. <laughs> Just saying. Obviously, uh, if you want free healthcare in Germany, you use at your own risk. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the thing that we learned is German healthcare probably sucks. <laughs> yeah, your miles may vary. <laughs> oh, all right. So um, a couple things on on some business meeting stuff. If you would like to go to come check out the show at the Bust and Knuckle Studio, uh, email us for tickets at, at sfpradio at gmail dot com, and we will get you a nice seat at the smoking hot uh, the bad SFP mother bad mother smokers hot seats. <laughs> we'll get like that, that straight one of these days um so you can uh, come check us out and hang out with us also appreciate the leads we've been getting for some interview requests so I'm, I'm i'm going through those seeing who will match our show and uh hopefully we'll have a report with some people that have been requesting interviews for uh or suggesting people to interview so we're kind of going through that also we make no bones about it our opinions are opinions you know and we try to use our our common sense and just the facts that we we find to come on our own conclusions. But if there's something we say on the show that you don't like, I challenge anyone to come on the show. I mean, you can yeah. come on. We'll have a civil conversation. Um, we, you, if you're a listener that's out of the country or in the state somewhere, obviously outside of Charlotte or North Carolina, mm-hmm. we can we can do a phone interview. Yeah, um, we're not opposed to having people that contradict our views. In fact, I like it because either a you can change my mind, b uh, my conviction is even stronger. So we like that. There you go. Um, uh, and one thing to the housekeeping that we're going to talk about is Southern fried Lent. So that is going to be something that we uh, are going to be doing during the month, during the, the season of Lent. Yep. And we will be doing a 15, 20 minute devotion each day. And so you could, uh, check that out. We will post all of those on our SFP website, southernfriedphilosophy.com. And then if you want to join live, we'll have details on our website about that. If you'd like to join. And then this week, we will have our store set up on our website. If you would like a Syrup Life t-shirt, we will be selling those online there as well. So check out southernfriedphilosophy.com for all the cool, fun stuff we'll be listing on the on the site. Hopefully there's no Syrup Life thongs. I'm not going to guarantee that that's not there. <laughs> I am trying to get ready for bathing suit season, so <laughs> it could be a possibility. Yeah, there you go. Keto... Bathing suit season. Keto strong. All right. All right. Well, this is uh, another episode of Southern Fried Philosophy. Yeah, please go to our Facebook at Southern Fried Philosophy. Go to our website at southernfriedphilosophy.com. Twitter, Instagram, SFP Radio. You can also check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash SFP Radio. And as always, keep looking up. <laughs>